BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This country now has low confidence in a bunch of institutions, Justice Department, the Supreme Court, even our public schools. And for the first time ever, when asked what is the most important issue facing this country, the top answer was not an economic issue. It was threats to the democracy, higher than cost of living, or jobs, or guns, or even abortion. Threats to democracy higher than the whole jobs inflation thing in terms of a that's in the NBC poll. It'll it'll uh, we'll see if that ends up being an outlier or if that is actually where Americans are. It's not where yeah. I am. I'm making my squinty face. I uh, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah, I am, too. Um, before we get to that. So a lot of talk on uh, the political talk shows, which I hope you don't watch and you probably don't because they're they're pointless. But uh, I watch them, and there's way too much talk about the midterms. You know how often I think about the midterm elections? Roughly never. I never think about it, ever. But they talk about it endlessly among the, the political class. What if we start thinking about it on October 1st, for instance? <laughs> Wouldn't that be plenty? That'd be plenty a whole month. Um, but let me throw this out just in case you hear headlines about it. Regularly throwing out the, who's currently ahead, Republican or Democrat, if you had to vote for one? Well, thankfully, one of the uh, numbers people on MSNBC this morning went through a little background and and told me this, so now I really don't care. He gave Mm -hmm. examples of where, at this point, in previous midterms, uh, one party was a little bit ahead and went on to win, 
One party was a lot ahead and went on to lose. One party was a little ahead and went on to lose. Was a lot ahead and went on to win. So right. whatever, it, it just they come practically random. So what the freak ever, whatever. Enjoy yourself. If that's your sport, go ahead. But it ain't my sport. So there's that. I think you really undersold the uh, Sunday talk shows. You call them pointless. They're pointless, self-important, and annoying. But these are some interesting poll numbers. So the most most important issues facing the country, they ask voters. We talked about the overall number, but let's break it down by party a little bit because that it gets a little more interesting on a couple of those. F- mentioned threats to democracy now number one overall at only 21%. You're starting to slice it kind of thin at 21%. Beating okay. out cost of living and jobs and economy, which were 16 and 14. Now, obviously, cost of living and jobs economy are close enough together. You could lump those together, and it would be the number one issue. Honestly, I think you have to. Jobs, economy, and cost of living, you're going to separate those? Yeah. That's, that's the only thing that people care about, unless you're a hedge fund manager. When you talk about the economy, that's what you're talking about. You know one of the reasons you would separate those out? Oh, boy. So you could have them be second and third instead of number one, and you can talk about how threats to democracy. And then have a big picture of Trump. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, more Democrats than Republicans think threats to democracy are uh, a big deal, and not surprising. 28% of Democrats, 16% of Republicans. Uh, Tie, though, for cost of living uh, at uh, roughly at 13 and 16, so close enough. Um, Republicans and Democrats concerned about inflation and what it costs to uh, to live out there. Jobs in the economy, quite a split, though. Overall number is 14, but it hides the fact that only 5% of Democrats are worried about jobs in the economy, where it's almost 20% for Republicans. Now, I find that pretty interesting. I have a take. I'm sure you do, and I'm, I have a guess as to what your take is, but go ahead. I'm assessing it in my heart because, again... I'm trying to don my fairness hat as much as possible during these troubled, heated times. You have a couple of hardcore constituencies for the Democratic Party. That is upscale, college-educated suburban women. And, and dudes, too, that answer that description, but heavily women and folks collecting government benefits. So if you're an affluent white chick in Fairfax County, Virginia, or you just collect government money, no, you're not that worried about jobs. Yeah, I was going to be more. Plus your guys in the White House. I was going to be more blanket than that, in that if you expect and can count on the government to take care of you, you don't worry about jobs in the economy because the government is what takes care of you. If that if that never crosses your mind that some bureaucracy is going to take care of you, you worry more about it. But I could be wrong in that. Maybe that's not fair. But that's a pretty stark difference. It's four times as many Republicans as Democrats are worried about the jobs and economy. That's that's I find that pretty fascinating. Actually, I'll have to Absolutely. think more about that. Yeah. Uh, immigration in the border comes in at fourth place. I'm happy to see that at 13. But a big break by. Uh, uh, party again only two percent of democrats carry about the border 30 percent of republicans do so 15 times as many republicans care about the border as democrats tribal signaling you think in both directions particularly on the democrat side yeah climate change is the reverse with four and a half times as many democrats concerned about climate change as republicans only three percent of republicans 
and 13% of Democrats. And then abortion was the final big issue for people. Overall, 8%, but that really doesn't tell you much since it's so different based on party. We We now... The country is so split now that any overall number about issues is almost useless. Sure. You have to break it down by party. Candidates, issues, everything. So on abortion, it's five times as many Democrats list that as an important issue as Republicans. 3% for Republicans, 15% for Democrats. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that is notable. Also, I'd like to quibble because I am a quibbler. The idea that you would force people to pick one is just ridiculous to me. It's in defiance of the way life is. I mean, you make me choose between what are you most concerned about in your old age, your health or having enough money for retirement? I mean, both all the time. Don't make me pick one. It's silly. Have people pick three. Which which of these three are you most concerned about? Give them some sort of point total or or then tell me what percentage of Americans name them. Just because like that jobs in the economy versus uh, the other one that's jobs in the economy. It's just silly. I would say that I am completely concerned that the great experiment that is America is going away. So threats to democracy being number one is not, not a crazy idea. Yeah, absolutely. What those threats are and who they are is in the eye of the beholder. But uh, I wish we could all come together and say, okay, let's have a sober adult discussion of what we perceive to be a threat to democracy. Let's talk it over in a warm, patriotic, bipartisan way and come up with solutions. <laughs> oh, I crack myself. <laughs> and uh, we went to this hour, uh, last hour, the final number on this. 74% believe the country is on the wrong track, which is a very high number. And it's been over 70% for over a year, which is a record on that Meet the Press poll. We are not optimistic about the direction things are going. The 26% that say we are, are those all Russian bots? Yeah. I think things are terrific. I uh, (laughs) I mean, I really enjoy cable news and watching it and seeing people scream at them and the economy. Oh, the economy's wonderful. You know, I I prefer a more leisurely dining experience, so the fact that there's nobody to wait on me is perfect. And, And my kids, so many teachers in the past, now they can go to schools that don't have any teachers. Much better. I think things are terrific. (laughs) The low crime of the 2000s, so troubling. Finally, we have some crime again. Um, Before we take a break, are you following the Gary Busey story at all? Do you know actor Gary Busey? I know of him. (laughs) He's being... uh, So so the headline, the splashy headline, was Gary Busey faces sex charges after appearance at a film convention. Okay, and I was kind of interested. I don't know anything about Gary Busey. I don't know know him really, so did he... I don't know. So I read down the paragraphs, and this is what I get to. Mr. Busey was charged with two counts of fourth-degree criminal sexual contact, one count of fourth-degree attempted criminal sexual contact, and one count of harassment. Now, maybe these are serious things I shouldn't uh, be smiling and laughing about, but what the hell is fourth-degree attempted criminal sexual contact? I don't know. I would have to know. Do they count their degrees up or down? Is first degree, is it burn, like burns or is it like murder? You know, that's a good question. I was just assuming that it's, it's, it's like murder. Uh, I, I'll bet you're right. Well, if I am right, fourth degree attempted sexual contact. Hey, you're looking pretty hot. Is that count? It <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Doesn't sound like much, does it? No, I, I, I need the facts, though. Give me, bring me the facts. All I know is, I hear Gary Busey, guy was non compass mentis a decade ago. 
So if he's reeling around, unable to care for himself, and actually bumped into some woman's butt, well, I'm sorry to hear that. He does look like every street person you see. Um, uh, what do we got coming up? You uh, you mentioned something. The coverage in New York of the migrants being bused to New York from Texas. Interesting and almost sweetly stupid. Sweetly stupid. It's as if they're unable to read what they've written. It's it's naive and it, it, it's a combination. Of, it'll make you want to pull your hair out and, and scream, yes, yes, that's the point, yes. Fantastic. Sweetly stupid. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Along the South Texas border, local, state, and federal agents are working around the clock to try and slow the flow of migrants. The U.S. is on pace to hit a record-breaking two million encounters this year. On the ground, we watch as dozens of migrants cross into the U.S., almost immediately turning themselves into agents standing by. So, two million and counting. Hey, Michael, do you have clip 36, the Greg Abbott clip available? Did uh, Hanson throw that up on your... uh, There you go. This is a crisis caused by the Biden administration. Remember, two years ago, we had the lowest number of border crossings in decades. Today, we have the highest number of illegal crossings into the United States ever. So that's Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, talking about the flood of migrants coming into Texas and the fact that their social services, their schools, their hospitals, their everything are completely overwhelmed. If you can picture millions of people, not all of them coming across Texas, but a huge number of them are, they are strained to the breaking point. And so, as you've probably heard, Greg Abbott is uh, shipping these migrants on a voluntary basis to New York City uh, in particular, and some to Washington, D.C. as well. And uh, if you're wondering whether this is being noticed in Gotham, it absolutely is. Big giant stories in the New York Times and the New York Post. Uh, the Post, a little more matter of fact. The New York Times, uh, a bit ideological, not a shock. But I thought this this article in the New York Times was so interesting in so many ways. Um, Migrant Wave tests New York City's identity as a sanctuary. New York wants to welcome new immigrants. Its economy and vibrancy depend on them. But an influx has strained a social safety net already on the brink. Is there anybody at any point that points out the the ironic nature of this? Are they all just overlooking that? It's completely overlooked in the New York Times. Uh, There is not even a hint of... Texas pain has now come to visit us, and we're starting to understand their 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 problem. That no, not a hint, not a hint. That's the part I was, tr- I was trying to find the words to describe, and I am an alleged wordsmith, and so my failure is a humiliation. But their utter lack of recognition of why Greg Abbott would do this. Well, the entire they view it purely in terms of some sort of uh, partisan stunt. But the entire state of California has been strained. By illegal immigration, along with Texas. So you have the sure. first and second biggest states in the country that have been strained for decades by illegal immigration. That's right. hilarious. 
Right. As it happens, California has transitioned from a realistic uh, purple state that uh, dealt the best we could with, you know, the, the pros and cons of rampant immigration to a uh, an utterly deep blue state in which the nut job governor pretends it's nothing but sunshine and light to greet uh, millions of people without paperwork. But I thought this account in the New York Times was interesting in a bunch of ways, partly because it just explains what happens when people get there. One by one, the riders stepped out into an unfamiliar city. Some tired but smiling, others just tired. Men wearing backpacks, backpacks, women clutching babies and blankets, children hanging onto teddy bears. One man wore no shoes, just socks. The city's immigrant affairs commissioner shook everyone's hand. A man in a green t-shirt high-fived the children. Tables were laden with snacks, sanitizer, clothes, brightly colored book bags. People with clipboards preferred papers to fill out to earn a new identity. In addition to being undocumented immigrants and asylum seekers, the new arrivals would also join the ranks of homeless New Yorkers. Then they get into why the people came, fleeing crime and cratering economies in Central South America. Undeniable. One interesting aspect of this is that a huge number of these people are fleeing the communist regime in Venezuela. On an aspect of this that's never really featured in the New York Times. They just act like, well, Mexico, El Salvador, Guatemala, Venezuela, tough economies and, and crime. They don't mention that one of the most oil-rich countries on earth has people fleeing as fast as they can because of their system of government. Then the New York Times gets into uh, blah, blah, blah. the influx of migrants to the city this spring and summer, fleeing crime, etc. have tested New York's reputation as a world sanctuary, and it shows no sign of slowing, thanks in part to Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, whose decision to send busload after busload to Washington and New York to go Democrats on border policy has helped turn the other the normal north-flowing river of humanity, into a wave. So oh, the the wave of illegal immigrants into New York is because of the governor of Texas, not the structure of our immigration policy and everything else that's been going on forever. Right, and his only motivation was goading Democrats. Right. And I'm trying to remember the last article I saw. And, you know, there may have been one, but the last article I saw, this specific and enthusiastic about the incredible uh, stress to Texas uh, public aid and and, and, and uh, uh, shelters. No, if you're services. Arizona, you're supposed to be able to just absorb thousands upon thousands of people into your state and into your schools and into your hospitals and into all your social services. You're just supposed to endless supply. So what I would suggest to the New York Times, perhaps you could do one of those little corrections to the story. And at the end of many sentences, just tack on the words like Texas. For instance, the delivery of 129 migrants to the port of 129. Wow. Hold my lone star, says Texas. Uh, to the bust uh, place on Texas. One, biggest one-day total so far in Mr. Abbott's campaign. But it was just part of the larger migration of thousands. According to the city, the shelter system now houses 4,900 uh, uh, asylum seekers. Probably one one-hundredth of Texas. They're the chief reason, the city says, that the population of the main homeless shelter system has jumped by 13% since May. Just like Texas. There's much debate about how much of that increase is attributable to migrants, but the situation is dire. Just like Texas. Shelters for families are full now. Just like Texas. And the cost is skyrocketed. Just like Texas. Maybe you'll mix that in a little bit in New York Times. There's more to this story, but we're, we're at a hard break, so we'll <laughs> that, fail. That is incredible. Incredible. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You have a person who is using those who are seeking refuge in this country as almost political showmanship. He thinks that this is a theatrical performance, and it's not. Before we begin busing illegal immigrants up to New York, it was just Texas and Arizona that bore the brunt of all of the chaos and all the problems that come with it. We need uh, uh, our fellow Americans to understand how significant, how prolific uh, the challenges that we're dealing with. I try to do a good job of seeing both sides of an argument. This one is completely one-sided, in my opinion. This is absolutely appropriate and okay for the governor of Texas to be sending these people to New York. Absolutely appropriate and okay. It's one of the great political maneuvers I've ever witnessed. Eric Adams with it's a theatrical performance. Oh, speaking of the New York Times, man, do they have an interesting article out yesterday or today about Eric Adams, how he appears to dine for free like all night at various hot spots owned by mobsters and and money launderers and the rest of it. Never seems to get nor pay a, a bill and that sort of thing. I just he's a con man. 
he he's a con man who agrees with a lot of policies I like. So better him than another con man. Really, but he's a con man. I haven't yeah. paid that much attention to him. Uh, here's an interesting <laughs> angle before we move on that uh, ABC News took on the whole busing migrants to New York story. Where do things go from here? How long are Texas? taxpayers going to be paying uh, to bus migrants to New York and Washington, D.C. On the border, they are saying right now there is no end in sight for this busing strategy that was created by Abbott. Um, But what could slow things down is the cost that you just mentioned. The rides are free for migrants, but this whole strategy is being funded by Texas taxpayer dollars. That is beyond hilarious. That's funnier than anything Kevin Hart has ever said. Are you kidding me? Stone. They can't actually believe you think the average Texas taxpayer thinks it's more expensive to buy a two hundred dollar bus ticket than to clothe, feed, educate, and uh, do all the hospital bills for every illegal person that comes into the state? Are you crazy? It costs more in one day to take care of somebody who comes into your state and is going to live there than the bus ticket. That's in- next- that's hilarious. And and these people we're talking about are quite bright that were just quoted there, but they're completely blind to reality. Next time I bring up oh how God. ideology can can trump intelligence, think of this moment. That's hilarious. And how was there no pushback from anybody? Well, they, they there was nobody there, but I, nobody in the newsroom, nobody that works with them, and say, hey, hey, it it's also really expensive for them to be here. So I'm not sure that makes a good point. <sighs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> so you look at your yourself, just your your day to day. Somebody's yeah. going to come live with you now, and you're going to be responsible for them. Or you could buy them a bus ticket to somebody else's house. Where do is, I buy it? Which is cheaper? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, that's hilarious. <sighs> that reminds me. I heard such a funny story the other day. A, a buddy of mine told me. Um, he, do I have time for this? It's really amusing. So he, uh, I played golf with him a handful of times. We live in in the same kind of development area or whatever. Um, and he says, you know, I've never mentioned this to you, but I lived in your house for a few months. And I said, really? How how'd that happen? And this since, is like two, since you've been there or before you were Yeah, there? he's been squatting in the <laughs> attic. We thought it was squirrels. <laughs> no, so uh, like the t- two owners previous, um, they had they had something go wrong, a mold problem in their house, and they had to move out for a while. And the owner said, "Whoa, whoa, don't get a hotel. You just uh, uh, we're only here part time. They're they're rich folks, or whatever." Then and they said, "You can move in. We're only here, you know, a couple days a month max." And blah, blah, blah. so you can you can use it. The upstairs bedrooms yours. And they said, "Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much." Uh, so they move in, and uh, and uh, while their house is getting demoldified. And, uh, and, and, and again, it was put to them that no, nobody's ever here. We only play, uh, come up and play golf now and again. Um, they move in and immediately becomes clear that the owner, who's in the midst of a divorce, yeah. him and his new wife do come up there and make sweet newlywed marital bliss on a fairly regular basis and are in the master bedroom for a long time. Just don't talk or whatever. They're just getting on. Meanwhile, ex-wife. Likes to use the house, too. And apparently there hasn't been an agreement made. So she shows up. New wife, who's quite young, has friends who like to come vacation at the house. And some of those friends have little kids. And so not only is that that not the nobody's there, but it's like people are showing up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Slamming doors. Kids are yelling. There's coitus going on in the room. They're like, get us out of here. 
So anyway, but he so he said, yeah, you got a nice house. That's hilarious. Oh, I know it. Can you imagine? Not being in somebody else's place nah. for any reason for any length of time is uncomfortable. No, I, I would hate that. But yeah, you come downstairs in your unders, and there's like an entire family sitting around the family room having having a glass of wine. Ay, ay, ay. While you're anyway. hearing the banging and screaming upstairs. Oh Lord, the screaming! Too much screaming. Anyway, so back to this uh, this uh, piece in the New York Times that I found so uh, uh, unintentionally amusing because they're writing about how difficult. All these migrants arriving in New York has been for social services. And at the end of last segment, I suggested that the New York Times tack on the phrase, just like Texas, at the end of virtually every sentence in this article. And it worked. And, for I, instance, and I understand why you say just like Texas, because it is Governor Abbott of Texas who's doing right. this. But it's just like Arizona and New Mexico and California. Right. You're right. Absolutely right. So they, this uh, paragraph begins with the description of the delivery of 129 migrants to the Port Authority bus terminal. 129. 129. Hilarious. That's like a single group in a 15-minute span at Eagle Pass, Texas. But they're like, oh, look at what has beset us. How can we possibly deal with this in New York City? It was uh, the biggest one-day total so far in Mr. Abbott's campaign, but it was just part of the larger migration, etc. These are the chief reasons, the city says, that the population of the main homeless shelter system has jumped by 13% since May to 51,000, just like the border states. I've expanded it at Jack's request. There's much debate about how much that increase is attributable to the migrants and how much to local factors, but whatever reason, the situation is dire, just like the border states. Shelters for families make up more than half the city system. And in early June, their vacancy rate, which is supposed to be maintained at 3%, fell below 1%, just like the border states. The city's early response to the influx of migrants was marked by weeks of flailing and missteps, deeply at odds with the give-me-your-huddled-masses rhetoric of the mayor, just like the border states, except they don't make those noises, do they? Because they don't have the luxury of pretending to be some sort of sanctuary Valhalla for lefty Americans and the beautiful, hardworking migrants. You can pretend to be that way if they're not pouring into your state, unlike the border states. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. For much of the summer, aid groups said they were stepping in to help migrants left stranded and confused by the city, just like the border states. Uh, we know their shoe sizes. We need their medical needs. We know their court cases, what their ice check-ins are, said a volunteer with NYC Ice Watch. So it's the radical lefty anybody-can-come-in groups that are picking up the slack now. The city's rented 1,300 rooms for 13 hotels, uh, in 13 hotels for migrant families. 1,300 rooms. So the same people who wrote about and asked in that charming report on ABC, how long will Texas put up with buying a bus ticket for migrants? New York City's renting 1,300 hotel rooms, and they put out a call to rent 5,000 more. And John Carl asks, how long will Texas taxpayers have to pay this? It's just unbelievable. Well, the numbers they're talking there in New York are so small with the hundreds of thousands of people that have crossed the border, two million in the last year. Where do you think all those people went? Blah, 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 opening another shelter, but another six to 12 months like the last month could push the jam-packed shelter system to the breaking point. Yeah. Just like 
the border states. Unreal. Unreal. Then they do mention, like 27 paragraphs in, conditions at the border are unlikely to provide much relief. The number of apprehensions of border crossers in June exceeded last year's record-setting June by 10%, or 19,000 people. Keep in mind, they just wet their pants over 129 people showing up in New York City. Again, it's almost cute how dumb this is. And so the New York Times doesn't ever get to any... Obviously, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, and California have been facing the strain of uncontrolled immigration for decades. They don't do any of that? No. Their schools, their hospitals, all their social services. It is a long, long article, and the entire thing is, whoa, is New York City. Look what we have to deal with. This is so hard. That is something. Interesting well, they, to see how this plays out. And they wind their way to one poor fella who's Venezuelan, illegal, and gay, and how it's extra hard for him. But no, they never get to the question you're asking in their pages. And well, it's it's probably a two thousand word article. That is something. This this yeah. has legs, don't you think? Oh yeah. Yeah, and and Abbott and the other border states, to the extent that they're participating, will continue to do this. I will continue to laugh heartily, and you will soon see in the lefty halls of power people saying, "Uh, we got to do something about this. Perhaps even saying this is entirely a federal matter. The fact that Texas and Arizona, California, New Mexico uh, are on the border doesn't mean they should have to shoulder the blame. No. Um, I mean, they'll 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 talk about giant federal aid for New York City as another two hundred people come in. Meanwhile, Texas is saying, "When back when we were independent, how did we do that? What's the paperwork involved?" So I think this quote unquote stunt, this quote unquote theatrical performance, according to Eric Adams, I think it will be completely successful. So our nation's celebrities apparently do not care about water usage. Some hilarious numbers. <laughs> If you can't count on your nation's celebrities, Jack, who can you count on? <laughs> uh, among other things we got on the way, we got a in on uh, Russia. Have you heard about the attempted assassination of one of your oligarchs? He accidentally got his daughter, though. I don't know how that, what's that going to do geopolitically. Anyway, a bunch of stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places The Armstrong and Getty Show Just called my 7th grader? I can't believe he's a 7th grader just called my seventh grader to wish him a good first day of school. Nice. And uh, he's not he's not excited about it. <laughs> he's not excited about going to school. Poor guy. I hated school. I hated it so much. And he has gotten that. And I, I, I tried my best not to, I like, transfer that to him. I've been mm-hmm. nothing but cheerleading go, go, go about school since he was little. But anyway, um... Did you try to watch House of Dragon last night? That's the prequel to Game of Thrones on HBO, which has gotten a tremendous amount of hype. Did you watch Game of Thrones or not? I did. I absolutely did. Judy and I got into it, and we, like, uh, binged it so we could watch the last season live. Cool. So we we caught up fairly late in the game. Well, House of Dragon is a prequel that happens 200 years before whatever that was you were watching in Game of Thrones, and it's about Mm -hmm. when they family first started messing around with dragons i guess but anyway house of dragon uh everybody tuned in to try to watch what critics are calling a great new show and hbo max crashed because too many people were trying to stream at the same time so that's a Mm. problem that uh these streaming services are going to have to fix if you're going to have a big splashy debut that you advertise the hell out of people better be able to log on and watch it shame that's right it's a major misstep. Shame. 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 I saw a couple of reviews, one headline in particular, essentially. It's no Game of Thrones. Well, all right, number one, wow. what, Game what, of Thrones wasn't Game of Thrones in the first episode. I mean, it was cool and it was intriguing, but it became something over, what, seven seasons? or Right, and the problem with critics and the reason they're so easy to hate is it's so <clears throat> effortless to do something like that. Oh, yeah. To take some great band and on their second album say it's not as good as the first one. It's just so freaking easy. And, and you're one guy. What the hell do I care what you think? <laughs> exactly. God, I hate that sort of thing so much. Yeah, yeah. When the revolution comes, the critics will be first up against the wall. I've said that for decades. Yeah. 
Um, we're going to talk about Russia maybe to kick off hour three of the Armstrong and Getty show. I tweeted out yesterday this thing in the Washington Post, a Russian soldier's journal. He started writing down every day when this whole thing started. Oh. And uh, he's in hiding now. But it's grim. It's Ugh. it's uh, compelling, but grim. So is he back to the home front then? I don't know back where he in is. Russia? Don't know where oh, okay. he is. He's in hiding. But he, he got right. booted out of the military for losing an eye or something like that. But um, I think he's in hiding now because he published his journal. Because he couldn't be anti more anti-Putin and this war in Ukraine. But more on that wow. coming up later. Celebrities don't care about water usage, apparently, so a lot of your nation's celebrities live in Southern California, as you know, in Los Angeles, and uh, they get some pretty severe water restrictions for us normal people, and not being able to wash your car, water your lawn, or these sorts of things, but you don't really care if you're Dwayne Wade or Sylvester Stallone or uh, Kardashian or Kevin Hart, for instance. Among the addresses that received notices from the county for using too much water was an $18 million Hidden Hills property listed under the name of former NBA star Dwayne Wade, who exceeded his allocated water budget in June by 1,400%. He went 90,000 gallons over the uh, limit that the uh, county allows him. Wow. And I doubt he cares. His, his thought is probably, well, tell me what the fine is. I'll pay it, and I'll keep watering my uh, my yard so it looks fantastic. Third warning, Mr. Wade, there's a $100 fine. They said we'd had a problem with our pool. Okay. Uh, Also noted for the excessive use was an $18 million, 2.26 acre Hidden Hills property owned by Sylvester Stallone and his wife, some model. Adrian. I've never heard of. (laughs) That's right. He's married to Adrian. Adrian. The girl that worked in the pet store. Right. Uh, Their property used uh, a whole bunch more than they're supposed to. 230,000 more gallons than they were allotted. Wow. Um, I have a lot of mature trees on the property. They need to be watered or they'll die. Yeah. Said the Stallones. So like poor people who want their trees to die. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Unlike the rest of us who just think our lawn and trees dying is fantastic. You're different (laughs) because you've had your face altered so much. A 20. Wow, that shot kind of came out of nowhere. (laughs) Your meanness. A 26-acre Calabasas property in the name of actor Kevin Hart. 26 acres of some of the most wanted real estate in the world. Wow. Anyway, he exceeded his uh, water budget by 117,000 gallons and got some sort of notice that he probably won't even hear about. I doubt the notice even makes it to his eyeballs or ears, right? Somebody will take care of it at a level below him. Mm -hmm. And then he got a, a couple of different Kardashian properties where they probably don't even stop by very often, that used 232,000 more gallons than they were supposed to. Whatever. I I can't picture that many gallons. What's what's like a typical swimming pool? No idea. Is that like, yeah, I don't know. I'd be guessing. 20,000 gallons? But if, if you've got 26 acres and a lot of it is beautiful green grass and trees and bushes, it's going to take a hell of a lot of water. Yeah. Uh, average is about 15,000 gallons. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Alex. Uh, yeah. So, like 150,000 more than right. you're supposed to use? Right. That's a hell of a lot of water. Right. I don't know. There's no really, I don't really have a point to that story other than they do whatever they want. 
And they will lecture us from their uh, you know podiums and the rest of their awards shows. Oh, That's yeah. Fine. I did actually have a point. I wondered how many of them are super into the whole green climate change, blah, blah, blah. We need to alter our usage in America and destroy our economy to fix the world thingy while they ignore any restrictions on uh, Mother Earth when it's their home. That right, would be or their private jet or what have you. Fine and dandy. Okay. So one th- one of the things that this Russian soldier mentions in his journal, and we've heard this story before, is they had no idea what was going on when they rolled into Ukraine. Not the slightest. Them wow. or their commanders. Next thing they know, they're being shot at by Ukrainians and being asked to murder them. And uh, morale not good for most of those people. Well, and it wasn't good to begin with because uh, Russia's military is infamously corrupt. Did you hear about the assassination attempt on one of the oligarchs? Stay tuned for that also. Armstrong. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.